Hi everyone and welcome to Baka Bitches. We are two 30-something-year-olds who enjoy drinking and discussing anime. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hannah. And we'll be watching Aron High School Host Club. And just fair warning, we will be watching this as a dub and not a sub. Don't come at us. Uh, other disclaimer is, is that there will be spoilers, so if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, pause and watch the episode yourself, and then come back and listen along. Uh, we will also be uh, going over explicit content, and we'll probably say some pretty explicit things, so listener, beware, and it's to your own discretion. We hope you enjoy. Pour yourself a drink and join us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Baka Bitches. I'm Hannah. And I'm Stephanie. And we are two 30-something-year-olds who love to drink and talk about anime. And speaking of drink, what are we having? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> Isn't it? What are we having? So we are having a concoction of a canned... It was, it's actually considered a beer sour Oh, from my husband's collection that he keeps saying he's going to drink and then has not drank yet. Well, thank you. So now <laughs> it's part of our cocktail, which I also infused with <laughs> additional vodka. Is that a thing? Do people like infuse beer and vodka? I mean, I do. We do. I mean, clearly. I do. We do. And I'm fully enjoying it don't get me wrong with a squeeze of lemon mm -hmm. because people keep coming to my house and they just bring me lemons and i'm not really sure why <laughs> but they just show up at my house and they're just like here's two lemons and nothing else okay bye <laughs> and one egg and half of a toaster strudel bye <laughs> is how it actually feels but no yeah. i have an overabundance of lemons so yeah squeeze some lemon in here all right. Well, when life gives you lemons, I make guess. a cocktail. Absolutely. Drink your lemons away. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Which okay. episode are we on now, Hannah? We are on episode 11, mm. which is, it's going to be interesting from... <laughs> solidly in the double digits here. I know. I can't believe it. It's like we're we're kind of mature podcasters in a way. We're in our double digits. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be an interesting episode, I think, because uh, just from the commentary I heard from your side, oh <laughs> and this is, um, I would say it's kind of one of my favorite episodes, and we'll delve deep into the contrast of my opinion versus yours. Oh, it's I gonna hope be so. so good. I hope so. It's going to be so good. Okay. Okay. So the title of this episode is Big Brother is a Prince. Kirimi Nekozawa, a young girl, comes to Aron Academy searching for her older brother, Umahito Nekozawa. She finds and labels the host club a reverse harem filled with debauchery, terms the hosts find startling given her age. 
When Kirimi sees Tamaki's blonde hair, she mistakes him for Umahito. Kuratake and Kuramatsu, two Nekozawa family servants, arrive to retrieve her, revealing that Kirimi is afraid of the dark while Umahito is afraid of the light. Umahito enters, but with his black cloak, black wig, and Bielzenef, cat puppet, he frightens Kirimi, causing Umahito to leave dejected. Afterwards, Tamaki and Renge coach Nekozawa into becoming the princely figure who will save Kirimi from the monster in her house, who, in actuality, is Nekozawa wearing his dark clothes. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> Plot twist! You got M. Night Shyamalama ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> You're a ding dong. I what? am. <laughs> Tamaki and Renge convince him to give up his cloak and wig, saying his photophobia is psychological. This leads him to saving Kirimi from a large, unfriendly cat and proves his bravery. Despite temporarily overcoming his photophobia, Umahito succumbs to his skin sensitivity to sunlight and collapses. <laughs> the host club believes they were unsuccessful when, in reality, the Nekozawa siblings reforge their bond. Okay, so... <laughs> All the opinions. <laughs> yes. Um, I feel like yours is way more controversial than mine. Oh, I don't know oh, if they're controversial. Sure. I feel like everything is like, I wrote down a statement. <laughs> sure. And then like made it a question. Because you were so confused as yeah. to what was happening. Oh my goodness. Didn't we just watch before this a different anime where we were, I was constantly like, Hannah, what? Oh, was it Ghost Stories? Oh, yes. Because nothing in Ghost Stories made sense where I was <laughs> like. No sense. Okay, I followed along for the first seven and a half minutes, and then, uh -huh. what? <laughs> and then, like, every episode ending, you're like, and? But then, like, it just ends there. Yeah. So I feel like this particular episode, while it was highly entertaining, especially uh -huh. compared to a couple that we've previously had with Auron. Yeah. Um... I didn't not enjoy it, but I just mm -hmm. felt like every statement that I wrote down, I was then like, question? Like, how did this happen? Yeah, I feel like yeah. not quite sure, which is probably just a Stephanie-ism. <laughs> it's like a problem with me in particular. Sure. Or the fact that my five-year-old kept getting out of bed. I'm really not sure which one of those it is. It's just maybe, a problem. Maybe a little bit of both. And that's okay. That's okay. absolutely So you're going to help me understand this. Sure. So we're going to go off my notes here. Okay. Which my first point is. Yep. Little girl wandering around <laughs> yeah. exclaims, it's a reverse harem. I mean, she's not wrong. She ain't wrong. Um, well, <laughs> I then wrote down her name. Yeah. Kirimi. Yep. Which, yes. Nailed yes. it. Uh, which means in Japanese, which was an on running joke in the episode, uh, that it's basically a fish fillet. Like it's a, you know, a piece of salmon, a cut of salmon. But is know. it a fancy cut of salmon? Mm -hmm. Would Haruhi eat it? She probably would. She she's might. poor. Yeah, exactly. And clearly the Nekazawa family is pretty well off. So it's technically fancy. 
It's at least expensive fish. <laughs> we don't know if true. it's fancy. This is true. I, I still don't understand the difference between regular and fancy, but that's fine. Okay, so little girl wandering around mm-hmm. lost, looking mm-hmm. for her princely big brother. Yeah. Somehow, as a three-year-old, stumbles into the host club and is like, it's a reverse harem. Yep. <laughs> and then she just starts out of nowhere. No one asked her to do this. She just starts calling out everyone's host type. Yes. You're this, you're this, you're this. No one asked you to do this, bitch. No. But no here one. you are. But it was it was it was like a little range, right? No, no, no. It totally it's was. not even it's not even no, don't you it dare totally bash was. my girl range. <laughs> Okay, I have so many things to say about her later. Okay. She's amazing. Super yeah. girl. Just really annoying. Fine. I think, I think you're... <laughs> no. I, I, I have a running theme here. With I think I see a running theme here oh. with you. Because even in Sailor Moon, you hated uh, Rini <gasps> slash Chibiusa. It's because she's so annoying. I know. And so, like, that's, I think... Oh, I hate reminds, kids. Yeah. It's terrible that I'm a parent, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. It's fine. I love them. They're adorable. Absolutely. You love your own kids, and that's what matters. You could... You but also, a- if you don't have kids yet, never do it. <laughs> it's huh? fine. What? Do what you want. Do what you want. It's fine. It's Live fine. your best life. <laughs> Just don't do it with kids. <laughs> so, so... um Anyways, what were we talking about? What, what's your next question? What is it? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, that was so, it. Are um, we concentrating on just that Okay, part so first? she just out of nowhere yeah. identifies all their host types. Yep. And assumes that Tamaki is her brother. Yep. Since they're both blonde. Yeah. And then I wrote, I had to draw a little arrow because this came a little bit later, but it was a connected thought. Uh-huh. She is obsessed with indicating that there's debauchery here. <laughs> yes. And she's using such a big word, but yeah. is still so fucking dumb that she doesn't know her own brother from her not brother. Yeah. Yeah. This is very... What? This This totally makes sense. This is like at least 15 lines in my notebook of just question marks. Because I don't understand how she's so smart but so stupid. Well, okay, this totally makes sense, and I can totally explain it to you <laughs> I'm here in for like it. the most scientific way possible. Let's do it um, without any big scientific words, because I'm not about that life. Perfect. Okay, so you know how when kids are young, like do I know when kids, kids are young? Yeah, I yeah. do. I do know yeah. that. Okay, go back to those days when your kids were just like. Three, four. They're still that age. Yes. They're, they're yeah, still. yeah. But like really just kind of getting there mm-hmm, um, to that mm-hmm. young age thing. Yes. I really don't know how old Kirimi is technically, but she's young. And I know um, because I have nieces and nephews that Aww. I actively babysat at least, at least once a week. Um, I know that in that age there, or like younger, there's a time when they're, you know, their brain is developing, right? I mean, doesn't your brain develop until you're like 22? 25, I think is what If you're a says. man. <laughs> if you're a I think it goes for everyone. Well, I think, oh. well, well, I, I don't know. Maybe women, women do develop a lot faster. 
But regardless. Anyways, that's besides the point. It's a long ass time. I know. I'm trying to explain this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, developing four year old yeah. brains. You know, and so they get to a point when they're trying to build synapses in their brain that they start to just mimic other people. And then it comes off like really smart, really intelligent. Sure. And but they really don't know what they're doing. They're mm. just mimicking what they've witnessed, what they've seen over and over from their parents, from their other family members, from whoever is mm. older than them. Right. Sure. You know, because there have been a few instances when my nieces were younger that they picked up something that I said and they just immediately I said it once in front of them and then they're like, let me just permanently make that a part of my personality. And it's like this copycat mode where they're just like, okay, you've used this word or you've said this thing or you've done this thing, I'm going to mimic it. And that's just kind of a, a weird learning phase that they get into when they're I young. feel like I had a learning phase like that. My word, words <laughs> specifically, uh -huh. when I was like three, uh -huh. were ignorant pig. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Yeah. And yeah. really what three-year-old is just casually using the words ignorant pig. A really smart one. Yet here I was. <laughs> calling it like I saw it. Exactly. And it wasn't until my aunt heard me saying that to my cousin. <laughs> when she was like, that's not nice. And that's I, not but, okay. but like I had heard the word. Sure. And I didn't really know what they meant. Right. Like, I understood generally, like, it meant, like, not smart, mm -hmm. dumb. And, like, I said it to my cousin, who's, like, the same age, and she's just laughing and laughing her <laughs> little three-year-old ass off, sure. as I was, because, like, I was so funny. Absolutely. No, that's funny now. <laughs> so I almost kind of feel like maybe, like, this is kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, where someone, like, no, three-year-old is really, like, knows, like, the word ignorant pig is like derogatory right. specifically. They're just more like, this is just debauchery. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like they have maybe a general understanding of like kind of what it is, but like not really. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's going on here. Sure. Um, like I think, I mean, even though Kirami really did um, accurately describe what is going on with the host she did, club. she's smart and Asian. So smart. A blonde Asian. And Asian. Go on. Uh-huh. Okay. It exists. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, um. In an anime. Yeah, in an anime. When you're the pro tag. Um, so we, we see Kirimi doing that, labeling the host club, mm -hmm. you know, debaucherous and reverse harem. Which, mm -hmm. all accurate, can't sure. even argue with her on that. Oh, yeah. But I think it is a lot because it, it is explained later on in the episode that she got that from the maid who was reading her a ton of, quote-unquote, shoujo manga, which... Okay, miss the part about the maid oh, yeah. having introduced that to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So many less questions now. Oh, okay. I'm glad I solved that for you. You literally answered so many questions now. Because I was like, what? Three and a half year old. <laughs> One who's read, you know, shoujo man manga, quote unquote, 
at night for bedtime stories. Well, I like the maid doing it. I I honestly have no questions about this. Sure. I'm over Not here just anymore. like, I don't have a maid, but like, story checks out. Yeah. I mean, like, it is what it for is. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But also, she's so <laughs> dumb, she doesn't know what her brother is. <laughs> well. Like, I know that in the anime, they drew them to look like height-wise and bone structure-wise exactly the same. Uh-huh. Minus the haircut. Uh-huh. But like, people... IRL are not like that. Sure. No matter how much I look like someone else, like, it's not. If I'm someone's sister, <laughs> which I'm not a sister. Sure. Because I'm an only child. I know, which is why you're going to have such a great stance I just, on this. I have so many questions. Like, I feel yeah. like if I saw you and then I, like, saw your twin, I would still be able to tell by, like, mannerisms alone mm-hmm. or like how you speak nuances just to be like mm-hmm. you're not you're not hannah but see if i was tongue deep in my twin like i would be because <laughs> of the twin cyst that happens oh. i was like wait what are you doing with the twin <laughs> why are you, why are you <laughs> where's this twin? podcast going <laughs> Where it goes every episode. I, I wasn't prepared for this this early in the night. That's I have not had so enough sweet. drinks. No? Okay. I mean, I'll I have a question mark drink, but it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you were tongue deep in your twin. <laughs> Could you really tell us apart? Like, really? I would hope so. Mm, I don't know. It depends on how, how twinny we are. But if they were your sibling... Oh, like... Okay, so, like, if your mom had a twin sister, sure. wouldn't you be able to tell your mom versus your tw- mom's twin sister? I would hope so. I would hope so. But yeah. over here, Kirami, in her three years of age, her 700 <laughs> days of existence, is like, yeah. I don't know who my brother is. He only wears a black cloak and acts fucking weird all the time, but... You're completely the opposite, Tamaki. You must be him. But see, what? That's, that's explained too. Okay. That's all explained. Okay, too. I probably missed that. Explain yeah. it. Wait, are we are we jumping too far ahead? Uh, not really. Okay. Not really. All right, then explain it, and then I'll move on to my next four points. Okay. <laughs> and I, you might not even be able to because I'll just clean it all up for you. Um, I hope so. <laughs> so episode ends early again. Yeah, we're like, okay, bye. <laughs> on to the next. As we just talk about other unrelated no, we can, things. We can definitely talk about this subject because we also, after I answer all of your questions, I think for it, it would be good it. to have, have that only child versus... I have many um, questions that I don't feel like are related to this. Okay, that's fine too. We'll, we'll so think, try it. We Let's try, try it. it. We've got content for this try episode. It. Okay, so in the beginning, we in the see beginning, in the beginning, God created man. <laughs> and he saw that it was good. Um, so. <laughs> and then he met a woman, and she was pretty. And he was like, "I have to bang her." <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, we're good. We're good. I got this. Um, so. <laughs> In the, in the part of the beginning of the episode, um, <laughs> when we see Kirami walking towards the school unattended, which 
maybe don't do that, but everyone is unattended here. And that's why we have problems at this school. Sure. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's been at least half the episodes. We're like, how did you get in? Who let you here? And I've also noticed, like, there is a pattern. Like, this is kind of a sidetrack thing, but it'll. I'll make a quick point. I've noticed that there is a pattern with this show that a lot of episodes have to do with little kids and fixing their lives. Oh, God. Right? Am I not wrong? I'm not um, wrong. Like, there's so many little kids just wandering onto this campus or, like, going to the host stumbling club. stumbling here for no yeah, apparent reason. And, and, and that is slightly and, concerning. And Tamaki's just like, I'm going to fix you. <laughs> but again, that's kind of a plot hole. Sure. Which... Yeah. It doesn't weird. really address. No. Okay. And it's never going to be addressed, but it's fine. It's fine. So, in the. I, okay. So, I just thought I'd make that point first. You're just making more questions for me I than know. answering. Things. And I don't. I thought really... you're here to answer all my questions. I, I am. And I'm going to do it in the longest way possible. Um, so, okay. I love long things. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Especially when you go deep with it. The deeper, the better, Hannah. Anyway. Anyways, um, so in the beginning of the episode, Kirami's walking to the school, and then she's like, I'm looking for my big brother, um, I don't know where he is, but he's really brave, and he looks kind of like me, blah blah blah, he needs to get the monster. And we always tend to see a flashback of Kirami in front of this big-ass portrait of her brother, Oh, you know, where he's looking very princely. He's got the blonde hair, the really kind blue eyes. Um, and she's like, that's my brother. And I'm sure her parents are like, yeah, that's your older brother. He loves you, blah, blah, blah. But because of what is later unfolded in the episode where they say, you know, um, Urihiro is um, born to the darkness. And uh, Kirimi is born to the light, right? Mm. And so she's never actually, in all of her life, actually seen her brother. Oh. Is why, like, because he's so, um, he has photophobia, which is extreme sensitivity to the light. So he always has to dress up in these dark robes. In this dark wig, apparently, which seems unnecessary, but apparently in the anime they just kind of gloss over it by saying that he has to wear a wig over his blonde hair so to protect necessary. him. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, that's really kind of stretching it, but all right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because anime. <laughs> I was just about to say it, because anime. <laughs> so, um, the reason why she's only seen her brother through this giant-ass portrait that is on the landing of the stairs, the, this grand stair thing. And um, the monster that she's talking about, the one that her brother needs to come in and save her from, is actually himself when he's dressed up in his dark oh, clothes yeah. dun, dun, and wandering dun. around the house. Uh -huh. and Because she's so scared of the dark and doesn't like any dark things, and that is literally all he is and um Kirimi is this quote-unquote child of the light and he's super sensitive to the light so it's like you can't they can't meet 
you know, like truly meet. Um, and so that's really the whole um, plot of the episode is that Kirmi's looking for her older brother to protect her. And he can't protect her because he is, quote unquote, the monster that she's afraid of all along. Spoiler alert, I guess. Story checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I feel yeah. like really it does. I mean, to put it in that kid perspective is like, makes sense. Yeah. It does. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Minus the, like, this is how you look. Because at some point within his own house, wouldn't he take off all the shit? I don't know. It just... <laughs> I mean, logically, you would think so. It feels very sus to me. Like, how was he coincidentally looking for her on the same day when she also went out looking for her brother? Like, of course, it was all this series of events, which is really, like... That's what makes an anime plot. Right. But, you know, I'm here trying to poke holes in something that... Sure. ...is not really poke hole worthy. And neither is my next point. Okay. But I still want to bring it up anyways. Sure. Next, Renge emerges. (laughs) Yes. Dot, dot, dot. As she does. As she do. It was just my entire sentence. That was it. (laughs) That was my entire point. Yeah. Because I love my girl. Like, I know. Initially, she came in hot and heavy like she was going to be that annoying character. Like, and while she is, uh-huh. I really just love her for the authenticity of she's just annoying and yeah. she's just here for it. Yeah. She's not changing. She's and like, I appreciate that. I'm teaching everybody everything. Ha 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 ha. Like with her weird ass <laughs> Jesse laugh. Yeah. Like Jesse from Pokemon. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and it's. I love Renge that she does not change for anyone like she's just like this is who i am i know what i know laying it yeah and and we we do we love her for it so yeah she pops up because of course tamaki is like so clearly there's a thing to fix here and as the host club Mm. outside of pretend wooing girls and having tea and Mm. instant coffee all the time um we gotta fix people apparently Sure. Um, I guess. So that's how Tamaki potentially comes into the mix, which is where my next point, dot, 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 question Uh comes from. Yeah. Okay, so my last point was Renge emerges, Mm -hmm. as she does. As she do. Next line is Tamaki is making out? (laughs) <laughs> Playing imagination? Uh, oh, yeah. With a mannequin. With a mannequin. A Haruhi mannequin. Well, of course, that's obviously implied. But just like, what happened? Where did this mannequin come from? What what has orchestrated this into existence? I mean, Rangi emerging, which I put the word emerging intentionally. Because, like, sure. she just comes up out of a raised platform platform uh-huh. from seemingly nowhere <laughs> every time but then like so was this mannequin that tomaki yeah. just starts like playing make-believe with yeah where the hell did that shit come from and, we don't know. and it has a bikini it does the the Why? cute really when frilly where? pink bikini. Yeah. bikini cute fl- uh, frilly little bikini one that um 
Not was even a yellow carpet out the couple episodes ago. Like when they were either at the beach yes. or at the It was the, in the dome beach. The dome yeah, beach. The, the next no, it was the one before the beach episode. It was the fake beach. And then Where they, they were went in to the, the real dome. beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in the dome. With all the alligators and things that could eat you. It's fine. Um so it's dangerous yeah. out there. Take me with you. <laughs> I can do nothing. Senpai. I am absolutely useless, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that that was a previous <laughs> callback to those episodes. Um, Episode and, 7. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know, because I just posted about it earlier. Oh, look at that. Why. Um, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting off track. Um, so, I... I almost want to think that the twins just had that ready to just go. Just to make him look stupid. Absolutely. Just and to poke fun at him. They did. They and absolutely did. They got did. him. They knew him. Um, it be- worked. Because, like, the scene, we should set the scene up. They were mischievously. Yeah. Mischievous. Twin testing. So, uh, all the time. Um, so they were in a science classroom, right? Because they had... Uh, the windows could be shut through a really fancy automated thing. And that was a perfect place uh, for Renge to teach Umahito um, how to be a princely character in order to um, have some sort of relationship with his younger sister. And... During all of this process and Renge, like, beating this guy up because he kept failing, um, they had a little teddy bear with a blonde wig on to represent Kirimi. And so that's where the twins got the idea um, to humiliate Tamaki and, you know, basically say, oh yeah, you know, if this is so easy, why don't you be a good example for our friend here that we're trying to help and confess your love to this mannequin that looks vaguely like Haruhi. You know, do it. looks vaguely like an outfit that she has previously worn and here we put a weird-ass wig on it. That looks exactly like her hair. It's It's fine. Yeah, it it all comes together when it's like the twins were just... Plotting, as they do. Plotting. So much plotting. That's exactly what they do all day, every day. Um, I bet the... That's a fun job. Yeah. They dream it up in their heads when they're sleeping. I know that for sure. Mm. Uh, Or at least that's headcanon to me. But, so, in the midst of Mm -hmm. Tamaki trying to, like, confess his feelings and all of a sudden starts visualizing Mm -hmm. the real Haruhi in this bikini and being all feminine and helpless and blah 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 Mm -hmm. he like he he ends up getting broken out of this little daydream by the real Haruhi Mm -hmm. who comes in and what a buzzkill and sees him like buzzkill on herself clinging onto this mannequin which Mm -hmm. you know she's like it's not a good look it's not a good look he's He's caught doing some a little like mm, a little maybe, sus. Yeah, like that would get you sent to HR pretty fast. But that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she's just like, if you have enough time, B 
being weird and disgusting, you have enough time spending with this kid, which, you know, is cure me. Right. Yeah. Which leads to my next point, which was Haruhi came looking for Tomaki. Uh-huh. Because of the fact that Kirmi was, again, there. Mm-hmm. At being there, the host club. Yep. Again, Kirmi's here. She looking for you. Where is you? Oh, you're here <laughs> doing weird-ass shit. And then, like, cutscene Haruhi reading manga full of debauchery, <laughs> debauchery. to Kirmi. <laughs> yeah. As Kirmi's just eating the shit up. She loves it. And Haruhi's like, Oh, God, why? This is so wrong. Oh, no. This goes against everything oh, no. that I stand for. Not to mention the fact that you're reading it to, like, a literal three-year-old. No, eh, that's fine. Just... 2006. Different time. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, so that was fun. Yeah, that was yeah. a perfect segue into my next point. Oh, perfect. <laughs> We're just hitting it out of the park we are. tonight. All right, next. Yeah. And I think... I, I know you're going to correct me. I think I might miss something. All right, go on. Between this point of Haruhi reading debauchery to little girl. Uh-huh. My next point, which is now suddenly, fat cat is confronting <laughs> little girl. <laughs> so I think a thing or two might have happened there that I failed to notate. Sure. So what happened between Haruhi reading Kirimi... <laughs> Manga full of debauchery, and then Fat Cat confronting Kirimi. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I missed it. I blinked my eyes, oops. you guys. Well, we got slightly distracted here and there with some stuff. But, um, <laughs> so the general thing is that she's there to visit her quote-unquote brother, which is Tamaki. Um, so we're talking about the cat. I was like, the cat's no, here to visit his no. brother? I mean, maybe. We don't know. Yes. Okay, little girl, Kirmi, is yeah. here to visit brother. Here to visit brother, which is Tomaki at the point. Cause that's, at that point, because she doesn't she, believe that it's... It's Nekozawa. Umehito? Yeah, Umehito. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And so, and obviously they're practicing in this dark science room. And so it's very <laughs> scary for a little girl because she doesn't like the dark or, you of know. Of course, because like she's that. three. Yeah. She only knows of debauchery. That's it. That's it. That's the only darkness she Solely. knows in her life. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> and so um, she and Tamaki are out playing in the hallway because it's nice and bright. And they are both just, like, feeding onto each other's, like, infatuation with each other. Like, this innocent... That was such a good way to put it. It really was. <laughs> like, she's tossing, or he's tossing her into the air, and she's like, ah, ha, 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 amazing, yeah. higher, faster, stronger. Yeah. Whatever. Absolutely. And, like, they're both just eating it up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I think Tamaki would be um, a great older brother, if not overbearing oh like definitely overbearing but he he's an only child right Mm. so he's never experienced this all he knows is like he adores this little girl because she also adores him and worships him and worships him in a way because she's kirimi has never actually i mean she has she's met her older brother but she didn't realize 
that Umehito was her older brother. Mm-hmm. And so all she knows is that she has an older brother that she's never met, right? And so mm-hmm. she finally, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, meets her older brother in Tamaki. And, like, it's just this amazing experience for her. She's excited. Mm. She's like, finally, an older brother, a protector, you know, it's my family. Yeah. And Uh it's like this sweet, really innocent. Of course. Fairy tale for her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like my brave older brother. Finally here. I finally get to meet him. I finally get to have a relationship with him and he can protect me from the monster that's, you know, in our house. And <laughs> very different than the monster in my pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Damn girl. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're just having a lovely time mm. being, you know, sharing the one brain cell between them. It's the most lovely time. So cute. And, you know, and at that point, Umahito is, um, <sighs> struggling with defeat feeling defeated mm. because he's like as much as i want to be there for her it's i clearly I, not the best for her yeah just I looking out physically for her. cannot and she does need someone hmm. to do that i mean does she she kind of got herself in you know what she's free it's <laughs> fine i'm gonna yeah. let it pass of this course. one time if we see her again we'll lay into her <laughs> That is very only child of you. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, brother so, Omito is pretty much like, I guess I will relinquish my big brother rights. Yes. For someone who can be big brother for her mm-hmm. in the way that she deserves. She needs it. Yeah. And so, it's very, it's a great sacrifice on his end. And, you know, mm-hmm. the the group is just like, no, you've got, if this is what you want, you've got to fight for it, more or less. And eventually he gets to a point where he's like, okay, you know, I really do want to be that big brother that she's always dreamed of. And so because of his photophobia, he, like, just any sort of light apparently is just bad for him. And he kept repeating this mantra to himself. I can't remember the exact words, but, you know, I want to be a, a princely brother to Kirimi, you know, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And he's saying this over and over and over again to hype himself up, to shine a flashlight in his face. Mm-hmm. So he can at least get somewhat exposed and somewhat used to mm-hmm. some sort of light. Right. And so he does this and he succeeds pretty decently. And you know, in that aha moment, um, and Kirimi is still there, he turns around and he's like, Kirimi, in his really kind of creepy voice, <laughs> um, and turns sure. around with the flashlight, like, held right under his face, so it's got those creepy Extra shadows. Creep factor. Yeah. <laughs> it's got those creepy shadows, like, all yes. on his face. Scares her to death. Because sure. she doesn't like anything creepy. And so... She runs out of not only the room, but out of the building. Right, because she's still on the ground. Still on the ground. But but she's just yes. like sitting. And somehow Fat Cat is there. Yeah. And, and he's just drawn to her like a magnet. 
I mean, I wouldn't even say that. I think he was just kind of existing in that general area. <laughs> and she just it's happens true. to be there. From fat cats later. <laughs> Which is like very non-committal. That like he was not there for her. He, but he, he did not give a shit. She like exited, saw a cat, and was like startled. Scared. Because she's being a scaredy cat about the cat. Exactly. Exactly. Because even though their entire family like is obsessed with cats, mm-hmm. they're also simultaneously like put cats on such a pedestal that it's yeah. like weird worship and like yeah. reverence, but also like untouchable. So mm-hmm. she comes across this cat and she was like, <gasps> gasp, and then just like frozen. Yes, scared. Tears welling up in her eyes. And tears welling up in her little three-year-old and eyes over cats. And the host club sees this for some odd reason. They just Practically stare out all the of them They're all are, just looking out the window. Yeah, they're all the out window. in the hall, staring out the window. Looking and, down on her. Yeah, and they're like, wow, already attracted a cat. Like, your family has this weird thing with cats. So and like, good. They're so casual about it. And, <laughs> and Umehito's like, Oh, no. Actually, this is not normal. Like, this is not good. Because even though our family really does worship cats, um, (laughs) Kirimi is much different. She doesn't even like animals. Which, what? Okay, that is, like, definitely a big strike against you, girl. Like, how do you not like animals? Yeah, first of all, you don't like animals. Second of all, you're three. We don't like you. Can't be trusted. Just kidding. (laughs) Like, at three, you should be loving, like, everything. I was gonna say, either of my kids, even at age one, would be like, kitty! Yeah, absolutely. Let me... Let me fling the cat around because they love it so much. You're my new mommy. I don't have a mommy anymore. <laughs> I just it's have not cats. Stephanie. It's just yes. It's just literally you. Like that would have been either yeah, of my kids. On, that would be me as a kid. But I mean, that, that was, was not Kirmi. She just caught, caught a glimpse of cat of said cat. Very scared. On in the courtyard. Yeah. Instead of you know because the pathway was still pretty big. Instead of, like, walking around said cat. Or just going back into the building. Yeah. She had so many options. But she just <laughs> stood there frozen like a dumb three-year-old. That's fine. Yeah, um, stupid three-year-old. <laughs> and so Umehito was like, oh, no, this is not okay. Mm. And he felt this big urgency to save her. And in a very valiant effort, he breaks through the window... <laughs> <laughs> to like go down to the ground in the courtyard to protect his baby sister. It's a good thing that he's probably also very rich. Yeah, absolutely, because they will have to replace that window. It's gonna be expensive. Uh, well, drop in the bucket to them. Expensive to us. Is it more expensive than a Voss? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. We mm-hmm. should uh, m- maybe never Google that. Okay, so he remember. breaks a literal window, jumps yes. through it to to protect. burn his flesh. Yeah, <laughs> not even in burn the it. sunlight. It's not like like he's like a vampire. Or he's anything. literally melting. Hannah, did you the, not watch the same Hannah by the, I, that I did? I did. He was he was melting like the Wicked I, Witch of the West when water was poured on her. That is not true. <laughs> he was just like ah, the sunlight, but. Kirby, at least you can survive. Yeah, like, go on, my precious sibling. And then he did. Yeah, he he died in the end. Just (laughs) kidding. No. Um, no. So he He, saves her. He saves her. With 
dot 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 horrifying puppets question mark yeah is my notes roughly um just making sure i understood <laughs> roughly uh yeah he he was like don't worry i'll protect you and i think it was um uh a he brings out the cat puppet which is i believe called neelzebub uh, cause they mentioned the name, but I forgot. Uh, oh, but I, I think have it's no Neil Zabub. I don't know why it's called that, but it's okay. fine. Um, well, look at Neil. <laughs> yeah. Bobbin. Neil. Neil, just for, just for short, Neil. Oh, I was like, Neil to me, peasant. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> I agree. That's what gets me going. Yeah, same. <laughs> Treat me like a princess. <laughs> Bow to me. Um, anyway. <laughs> So you're distracted. Like I'm, I'm over truly, here speaking truth. I know your truths are very distracting. <laughs> you're welcome. So, so uh, he's like basically saying that the puppet will protect her, and I think it's just kind of a distraction thing. And he's like, of course, you know, and he's getting weaker at this point, and he's like, <laughs> but don't worry, as our family is the Nekozawas, I can curse this cat. And the cat's just sitting there chilling, like, like living a cat you life. Know? <laughs> and it was just this huge distraction for Kirami, I think. And so he's starting to weaken, and he just kind of passes out. And and the biggest, fattest, feral cat I have ever seen, yes. which is this Care cat, is just lazily moving about. He's like, okay, I'm done here. I'm going to just casually stroll out of the scene. Which he does. So there was, like, actual no emergency to save Kirimi, other than she's just generally scared of animals. Um, yeah, so, you know. But it was a very valiant effort on Umahito's part. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. He broke through a window, Stephanie. Okay, um, I mean, that part was a little intense. The rest, I, I don't know about. Just, but to okay. save his sister. Um, when she was scared. And so um, then we we flash forward um, to kind of another day at school. And Umehito is back in his dark cloaks and staying just in the darkness forever. Like barely even poking his head out. And the host club is like, oh, man, you know, he probably got way more sun than he has ever gotten in his life and never will get in his life. So he is probably, uh, you know, <laughs> staying in the dark forever and not even going to attempt anything anymore. And then we see a picture of Kirimi back sitting in front of this giant portrait of her brother on the staircase and um, Umehito is kind of down a corridor a little bit and is able to peer around the corner and, and watch her. And she kind of, kind of sees it and he ducks back down the hallway and is like, you know, because that's as close as they have ever been in their house. And he's still wearing his dark clothes. And as he's walking away... He gets stopped because he feels a tug on the back of his cloak, and it's Kirimi. Like, she now recognizes that that's her brother. 
And, like, it's just the sweetest thing. And, and the host club just thinks, oh, this, like, we didn't really do anything to help their relationship. But in the end, they helped Kirimi realize that that's been her brother all along. He's always been there. It's just he has to stay in the dark. And it's kind of like they both kind of have to be brave for each other to have that sibling relationship. He has to, he braved it out in the sun to save her. So she kind of needs to brave it out a little bit in the darkness to meet her brother, mm-hmm. you know? And I just find it so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know you can't relate too much. Oh no. All but... I'm thinking about is that song from Spider-Man. I'm not scared <laughs> of the dark. I'm not running, running, running. No, I'm not afraid of the dark. <laughs> Literally, is the only thing that I'm thinking about right now. Beautiful. Okay. But, yeah. Very entertaining episode. Sure. Really loved yeah. it. Did you? Yeah. Are you sure? Oh, 100%. Okay. It was not a boring episode. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Because... I had a lot of questions, but I feel like it was mostly I, just questions. Did I Did I answer them? Well enough. I mean, some of them. We didn't get to all of them, but oh. we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. We can do that. Mostly I have questions because I don't know what debauchery is, Hannah. Oh, Stephanie. Can you show me in graphic detail later? Yeah. Should we keep <laughs> this recording or <laughs> you want to keep this off the Patreon? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> is this private? I'm just this, kidding. This might be private. I just have so many questions. <laughs> Never heard about this. Oh, wow. No, it was fun. And I'm looking yeah. forward to episode 12. Me too. Bye. Bye.